Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Adaptation Station podcast. This podcast is going to walk you through how I design products for my students, and that'll have a short tutorial in here, and then how I get those up on TPT. So if you've always wanted to design your own products to use with your clients or students, this is the podcast for you. The number one question I get is what programs I use, and I think a lot of you might be surprised to know this. I make absolutely everything in PowerPoint. Just Microsoft PowerPoint, nothing fancy at all. You probably already have access to it. And the most important thing I do when I go to design something is I format my slides to eight and a half by 11. I do this by going into PowerPoint, selecting the design button, slide size, and page setup feature. This allows me to reformat the PowerPoint template to a size that will appropriately fit a standard piece of paper. This way, when I make a worksheet and I print it out, the worksheet fills the entire piece of paper without any awkward spacing or border. I also get asked where I get my fonts and images. I get all of my images on TPT. There are a ton of clip art artists on TPT. Some of my favorites are Whimsy Clips, Edu Clips, Zippity Doodah Designs, and Westmoreland Learning. The easiest thing is to go on to Teachers Bay Teachers, and I use those terms interchangeably. If you hear me say TPT, it's Teachers Bay Teachers, in case anybody who's not familiar with the site is listening. When you go on to TPT, search the clip art you want, such as Beach, and filter to clip art to find a set that you like. All TPT sellers have free items. This is an easy way to make sure you like the style of a clip art artist and practice using the clip art. If you're making items for personal use only, which means you will not be selling or distributing them, you can use images on Google. That's the best way to get unique clip art for a token board based off of high interest. So I have a client who loves PJ Mask. PJ Mask is a copyrighted image, so I couldn't make a PJ Mask themed token board and sell it on TPT, but I could make a PJ Mask themed token board and just print it for that individual use. That's completely fine. You can also find commercial use fonts on TPT. You're gonna search for fonts the same way you search for images. I use fonts from Babbling Abbey and A Perfect Blend Teaching. There are a ton of options on TPT as well. This next part of the podcast is going to walk you through how I make a token board. This will help you get comfortable with using things in PowerPoint. I also have a picture tutorial. So if you're somebody that needs to see this, you can go to the link in the description of this podcast, go read that blog, and you'll see a picture tutorial. If you like the auditorially given directions, what I recommend is when you're ready, open up PowerPoint on your computer, come back to this section of the podcast, listen to me talk for 20 seconds, pause the podcast, and do exactly what I'm telling you to do. This will help you get comfortable with just a couple of different things you can do in PowerPoint. So we're going to have that PowerPoint document, and I've already reformatted it to the correct size. I'm going to take a shape tool to draw a box the size I want my token board to be. For this one, I'm using a vertical outline for my PowerPoint, and I'm going to make my rectangle box the top half of that sheet. So if you're looking at 8.5 by 11 sheet, the top half is the rectangle. That will be the actual token board. I'm going to use the tools at the top to make a black outline, and then I fill the box in to make it white. I will use the insert table tool to make a row that is five by one. This will make a row of five boxes. I again will add the border, fill in white, and then size it to fit along the bottom of that rectangle that I already drew. And this is where the student will add his tokens. You can add text to add 
whatever you want. So maybe Nicole's token board. You can also use that shapes tool again to draw a small box that goes on the token board if you want to have an I am working for image. And just add another little piece of text with that language above that box. Now, if you followed all these steps, you might have something that looks like a rectangle that takes up half of your page. It'll say so-and-so's token board on the top left side of your rectangle. You'll have a small white square with the text I am working for on the top right side of your rectangle. And on the bottom half, you would have the row of small boxes for tokens. Our token board is ready, but we need the pieces to go in it. What you're going to do is you're going to take that row that you have, the five by one row, copy it and paste it again below that rectangle. That's where we can add small images to make the tokens. We can also copy and paste that square from the I am working for section and add it below to make I am working for images. And then you can insert clip art or Google images, depending on if you're making this for personal or commercial use, right into those boxes. When you print out your paper, you're going to cut out the top rectangle. You'll laminate it and you'll add soft Velcro to the box that has the I am working for section and the five small boxes below. Then you're going to cut out all of those boxes with images at the bottom of the page. Laminate them and cut them out again. You're going to add hard Velcro to the back. Now you have tokens and an I am working for image to add to the token board. And that is how you use PowerPoint, table feature, shapes tool, and text boxes to design a basic product. So definitely go try it out because once you know how to do that, you'll be able to continue to use those skills to make more and more products. So if you were just looking on how to make something on PowerPoint, that's what I have to share with you. But if you want to start putting things on TPT, the rest of this podcast will be for you. So I had someone ask me if TPT unlocks fonts and other features for you. No, this is one thing I want to make very clear. Everything you see on TPT is the hard work of the seller who has had to design everything him or herself. Most of us have invested a lot of money into purchasing fonts and clip arts and a lot of time in designing our product templates from scratch. So making things on TPT is definitely a labor of love. I love doing it. It's a creative outlet, but it took a lot of practice to learn how to do it. An important thing to know when you're transitioning to selling things on TPT is copyright. Every clip art artist has a terms of use page. You will need to read that terms of use page to ensure that commercial use is allowed. When we're talking about selling products on TPT, we need to keep in mind the word commercial. If commercial use is not allowed, or it says something like personal use only, you cannot use those images and sell products that contain those images. You have to be using commercially licensed images. Now, luckily, it's pretty easy to figure out because every clip art artist is going to have a terms of use page in their folder if they're an established clip art seller. It'll clearly say if you can use the clip art for commercial use. Once you find a clip art artist that allows that, you can start using that clip art for your products. And that terms of use page will tell you everything that you need to know. A lot of clip art artists will require that their products be flattened. This means that the person who receives your product cannot take the clip art out and use it themselves. So you'll need to use something like Adobe Acrobat Pro to do this. I That's the format that I use. I pay $15 a month, but it's an invaluable tool as I moved into my TPT career. You can use a password to protect your PDF, 
Or what I do is I save my PowerPoint as individual JPEGs and combine those together to make the PDF. And there are other ways that you can do this as well, but essentially you just have to make sure that your document is secure and flat so nobody can manipulate it on the other end. I also recommend having a terms of use page for your products as well. Most TPT sellers include these. You can go in and download any of my products, including my free products, and look at my terms of use. That'll give you an idea of the type of things to include in yours. And that's another thing that I want to recommend. You can go into any of those products on TPT, and most sellers are going to have these terms of use pages as well. So it's a great way to figure out what clip art artists were using, what fonts we're using, anything like that. My terms of use page is going to have the clip art artists that I featured, and so that can give you a good jumping point. If you have a product and you're like, oh my gosh, I love the imagery in that product, go look at the terms of use and see where that clip art came from, and that'll help you locate clip art that you might want to use. My best recommendation when you're starting out is to make products that you need. My best inspiration has always come from the students and clients that I work with. I started designing basic worksheets to get a feel for product design before I moved into more complicated things like adapted books and file folders. And a lot of product design is just practice. Go download some free clip art, open PowerPoint, and play around. The more you do it, the better you'll become. I first started making products in 2015 and 2016, and my skill set then is nothing like what it is now. Uh, what I do now has just come from that practice. So again, go back and listen to that top part of this podcast that walked you through how to make a token board, or go look at the matching visual guide that's in that blog post, and just try it. The more you do it, the stronger you'll become. And then the last thing I wanted to say is if you plan on just sharing the resources you make occasionally, like you make something that you think teachers could really use, but you don't really have an interest in growing a store, you just want to get it out there, a basic account is fine, and it's a free account, and it allows you to share things and sell things on TPT. But if you want to dive into the world of becoming a teacher author, I highly recommend becoming a premium seller. I also recommend learning how to make covers and descriptions for your products. There's a lot that goes into making resources to share with other people. And when you, if you're like, I don't really know how to do any of that, when you're in your seller account, go to your dashboard, click on marketing, and then click on TPT University. That is the number one best way to learn the basics of TPT. You'll also see a seller forum in there, so you can go in and read a ton of forum threads that have been running for years to learn a bunch of information, and you can join Facebook groups marketed towards TPT sellers to get advice as well. I wanted to throw in a little tidbit at the end of this podcast. If you guys are familiar with the Teachers Be Teachers conferences that they hold every summer, Due to coronavirus, they have made their TPT 2020 conference virtual, which is an amazing opportunity for all of you. The conference is quite a bit of money typically, although I still stand by it's one of the best things I did for my business, but the virtual experience is only $49. So a conference that a lot of us have paid upwards of $300 to attend in the past, you now can pay $50 for You can do it from your couch and you can learn so many important things. This is where I learned how to make covers, how I learned to make descriptions, how I learned to market my resources, how I learned about copyright, I learned about blogging, I learned about starting my podcast, business practices, anything and everything that you would need to know if you truly want to make this be part of your life. And again, 
It is only $50, and it is the TPT Forward 2020 Conference. It runs from July 6th to 10th. It's completely virtual, and it is the number one thing I recommend you do. You might need to be a premium seller. I'm having trouble verifying that information right now, but again, if you're somebody that wants this to be a steady income for you, check out that conference. I started TPT in 2014 and started seriously doing it in 2016, but I did not go to a conference in 2018. And guys, the amount of time I wasted in two years not knowing the stuff I learned in that first conference, I kicked myself in the butt. I really wish I had gone to a conference the first year I started selling on TPT because it would have saved me so much time. So again, I just can't emphasize enough how valuable this virtual conference will be if this is a world that you want to dive into. I hope this podcast was helpful. And again, just give it a try. You'll never learn how to make stuff if you don't play around with PowerPoint. It's not nearly as intimidating as it might seem, and you might surprise yourself on what you're able to create for your students and clients. You can always reach out with questions, and I wish you best of luck as you start making awesome resources.